in this season we are celebrating the death the burial and the resurrection of christ and his impact in our lives and i would like to share this thing with you as today marks that day that christ has risen from the dead something very simple i want you to understand what this day the celebrating of this day means to you and i'm reading from romans chapter 6 i would like to read from the verse 3 he says or have you forgotten that when you were joined with christ jesus in baptism you were joined with him in death the verse 4 he says for we died and were buried with christ by baptism and just as christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the father now also we may live new lives hallelujah and my stress is on the last verse he says and just as christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the father now we also may live new lives he is telling us here tonight that because jesus was raised from the dead because christ was brought up by the father from the dead we should also go on to live a new life see when jesus was on the cross the bible makes us understand that we were united with him in death so what happened is that god placed all of us in jesus and when jesus was put in the ground we were in the ground with him after he rose from the dead we rose again second corinthians chapter 5 the verse 19 now the bible says that god made him who knew no sin to become sin for us now when did that happen that happened on the cross on the cross he himself took all our sins and he identified with us and we also became part of him we were inside jesus he died for our sins the bible says when he died he died a sinner he died carrying the sins of the world and the bible says he went to hell and on the third day he resurrected and that is what we are celebrating now notice when christ died he died in sin but the bible says when he rose up from the dead he rose to a new life hallelujah it is by that rising from the dead the bible says that we become children of god when we believe in his death burial and resurrection become children of god the bible says in the book of romans chapter 4 the verse the last verse he says then that because or see he was given for our sins and resurrected for our justification the nlt will tell you that he was risen so that we may be made right with god in other words you have a right relationship with god that right relationship is when we become his sons and daughters what i'm telling you tonight is that when christ raised from the dead that is when we have the chance to become god's children hallelujah and that was a new life because christ died a sinner and he rose again by the glory of the father we die sinners we rose again as god's children hallelujah and that is the point i want you to understand that now you are a child of god now understand that you belong to jesus now understand that the celebration of this day marks the time where you were severed from sin were severed from the kingdom of darkness and you became a child of god and the bible says that jesus raised to a new life we also should rise to a new life what is a new life that new life of walking as god's children that new life of walking as righteous that new life of walking as people who have been made holy hallelujah i want you to understand this that the bible says in the book of second corinthians the bible says that god made him who knew no sin to become sin for us that in him in him as being part of him as being part of christ we are made not will be made we are made god's righteousness hallelujah he says when you are in christ you are a new creation you are made the righteousness of god 
and that is what god has done for you and that is what we are celebrating in this season that we are god's righteousness it is understanding and accepting that you are god's righteousness that is when you begin to live the life that life of righteousness hallelujah you are not trying to be accepted by god rather god has already accepted you and has given you a new life therefore when you understand and accept this light into your spirit you begin to walk in that newness of life that you are god's righteousness and as you walk that life that is the nature inside you that you are making or you are making sure it should fall that is the nature of god inside you that you are making sure that you are living hallelujah you see, one of the things that is actually buffeting is actually, is actually fighting Christians is that they think that they are not trying to find a means to be accepted by God. Meanwhile, God has accepted us. And righteous life is not what you do for God to like you. Righteous life is living the life that is put inside you when you see Jesus. Hallelujah. He says you should walk in that newness of life. The Bible says the book of Galatians chapter 5 or see for freedom has christ set you free therefore walk in that freedom you see you can be a child of god you can be holy and still walk in sin why because you have failed to accept that you are holy you're rather looking for something to happen before you believe you are okay trying to wait that okay if i don't commit sin for the next 20 days the bible says that God made him who knew no sin. And when you want to accept this, when you accept what is written here, the Bible says that, let me read it again from the verse 4. I was listening to it. He says, For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, and as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now also we may live new lives. The verse 5 says, Since you have been united with him in his death, we also be raised to life as he was. The verse 6. Or see, we know that our sinful selves, that is our sinful nature, were crucified, hallelujah, with Christ, so that sin might lose its power in our lives. Telling you today that if Christ has been crucified and you have accepted this gift that he gives you, he says sin has been crucified. The word crucified means it has been, it has been killed. It has been mutilated. Sin has no power. What is dead has no power. Sin has been defeated on the cross. The Bible says sin has been crucified so that it might lose its power in your lives. Therefore, we are no longer slaves to sin. What is that addiction you are battling with? It is the key. Or say sin, that addiction has lost its hold in your life. If it is actually happening, it's because you have failed to understand the light of this scripture. That that addiction has been broken through the cross. That addiction has been broken through the death the burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Just as Christ was brought to life by the power of God, that same power, once you accept this truth, the light of God's word in this truth, the Bible says that sin has no power over you. Therefore, it means that if you are walking or living in any addiction, it's because you have failed to actualize or accept what the Bible has said. It says sin right, has lost its power in your life. Hallelujah. He says the verse 7, I say, for when we died with Christ, we were set free. Not we will be set free. He said we were set free from the power of sin. Or say, and since we died with Christ, we know also that we will live with him. Or say, we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death has no power over him. And when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now he lives. He lives for the glory of God. So you also 
consider yourselves. And that is the point. The word consider means to reckon. The King James uses the word reckon. If you check the King James, it says, Likewise, reckon ye yourselves dead indeed unto sin. Hallelujah. It says, reckon ye yourself dead unto sin. The books says that in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin. Hallelujah. It is a state of mind. Count yourself, see yourself, understand, accept that you, so far as sin is involved, you are dead. Stop giving yourself a excuse and say that the pardon you have born. No, you are not a man. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul said to the Corinthian church, or you are living like mere men. In other words, they were not supposed to live like that. Living like mere men was below the standard that God has set for us. It is below the life that God has set for us. He says that you are living like mere men because you are living in sin. Hallelujah. Reckon yourself dead to sin. Why? Because Christ is raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Christ has been brought by the power of God. And that same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Let's look at Ephesians Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. It says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought Christ from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now, the verse 19. I want us to read another version and see what I'm talking about. The verse 19 and the Amplified, it says, and so that you may know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us believers. So he says the power in, the power in you. Okay, and he says that power was demonstrated when he raised Christ from the dead. What is that power? The power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Or see, just as God raised Christ from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit, power, that mighty demonstration of God's power is that same power that is deposited inside you. So sin has no dominion over you because there's a power residing in you. How can that power reside in you and you still live in sin? It is because you are filled to accept, you are filled to reckon, to come to an agreement, to come to a, a resolution, to accept the truth of God's word that indeed you have been made righteous. That is where the liberation is. And that is where it begins. The Bible says, Ye shall know the truth. Ye shall know the truth. The truth is light. The light of the word of God. When you accept that truth, when you know, when you come to a, a conviction, an acceptance of that truth, see, that will set you free. It will make you free indeed. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want you to understand that you are being made a child of God. You have been brought to a new life. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I want to share this and then I'm done. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35. But someone will say, How can the dead be raised? With what kind of body will they come forth? Verse 36, it says, You foolish man. Every time you plant seed, and I'm reading from the Amplified, or see, you sow something that does not come out, that does not come to life, germinating, springing up, and grow unless it dies first. Nor is the seed you sow then the body with which it is going to have later. But it's a naked kernel. He's saying here that when you sow a seed, it doesn't have the body that you will have later. But rather when you plant it, it's naked. He says, But God gives to it the body that he plants and sees fit. And to every kind of seed, the body of his own. 39. For all flesh is not the same, but there is a kind of flesh for humans, another for beasts, another for birds, another for fish. 
the verse 40 they are heavenly bodies sun moon and stars and they are earthly bodies men animals and plants but the beauty and glory of heavenly bodies is of one kind and while the beauty and glory of earthly bodies is a different kind the verse 41 the sun is glorious in one way the moon is glorious in another way and the stars are glorious in their own distinctive way for one star differs from and surpasses another in his beauty and his brilliance the verse 42 so it is with the resurrection of the dead the body that is sown is perishable and decays but the body that is resurrected is imperishable immune to decay and immortal 43 it is sown in his honor and humiliation it is raised in honor and glory it is sown in infirmity and weakness it is resurrected in strength and endued with power 44 it says it is soon a natural physical body it is raised a supernatural and spiritual body as surely as there is a physical body there is also a spiritual body 45 thus it is written the first man adam became a living being an individual personality and the last adam christ became a life-giving spirit restoring the dead to life for so this is, but it is not the spiritual life which came first, but the physical and the spiritual. The verse 47, listen to it, it says, The first man was out of the earth, made of dust, earthly minded. The second man is from the Lord out of heaven. 48, it says, Now those who are made of the dust are like him who was first, made of the dust, the earthly minded. And he says, As the man from heaven, also are those who are of heaven, heavenly minded. Hallelujah. He says that when we were like Adam, like Adam. He says again that the men who came from the loins of Adam, who were born of Adam, they are earthly men and they think like mere men. He says that when you plant a seed, the seed you plant is not the same seed you get. If you plant a grain of corn, you get grains of corn, but the body which you to come out is not the same as the one you planted. You plant one small grain, but it comes out bigger with a different covering. Hallelujah. You plant a naked seed, but it comes out with a covering. Hallelujah. It comes out with a new life. In the same way, we died as Adam. And we came forth as the second Adam, which is Christ, with a new body. And he's saying that if we lived like Adam, in the same way, if you have been born after the second Adam, which is Christ, then we should live that new life. We should have that heavenly mind. The verse 49, let me read it again. It says, And just as we are born the image of the man of the dust, just as when we were born by our fathers and mothers, we lived in sin because Adam was our father. Adam was our source. Adam was from the place, was the one from which we came from. He says, Now also we should understand that because we have been born of Christ, we have been born of the man of heaven. We should have a heavenly mind. We should accept that our citizenship is of heaven. From whenceforth we await our Savior, even Jesus Christ. We are not trying to make it to heaven. We are the citizens of heaven. Can you accept that? If you can accept that, they begin to walk as a citizen of heaven, begin to walk as a child of God. Let today mark the beginning of that new life even as you are celebrating the resurrection of jesus let today mark that day that you are set and you begin to walk in that newness of life don't say oh me dear this is how my family we are this is how our family we are this is how we do our things no that is not how you are made in christ you don't belong to your earthly family anymore you belong to the heavenly family the heavenly family of god so now because of that begin to walk like a child of god indeed begin to live the life of your father begin to live the life of 
of the heavenly kingdom from which you are formed and understand that you are accepted by God to walk that kind of life in the name of Jesus. I want you to understand this thing. That as we are celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, it's about walking as he walked. Not just a celebration, understanding that you are made in a new life. You have been called to a new life and that is the life you are supposed to walk. I want to leave you with this confession. Let this be in your mouth. And from today, whenever you wake up, whenever you're going to sleep, confess to yourself that I'm a child of God. Confess to yourself that you walk in righteousness. And when you go out there, walk that life. Let it be evident in you. That new life if it is the life that springs forth out of a new relationship with God. Amen. It springs forth out of the understanding that you have been accepted by the Lord. It springs forth out of the understanding that now you are no longer people who are sinners trying to live a right life, but rather we are people who have been made righteous and we are actually living out our nature. The Lord bless you and keep you as we celebrate the risen Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom. If you are listening to me and you are not born again, I would like to give you the opportunity to accept the gift of Christ. The Bible says that as many as believed him, he gave them the right to become the children of God. The Bible says, if you shall confess in your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. It says, for whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to pray with you. And I want you to believe in your heart that as you pray this prayer with all your heart and you accept what the Lord has done for you, the power of sin is broken over your life. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you this day for dying for my sins. I thank you this day for the blood that was shed upon the cross for me. Lord Jesus, today, I accept I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. I come to you, Lord Jesus, and I accept this gift of forgiveness and this gift of righteousness. Purge my conscience with the blood of Jesus and make me a new person. Today, I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. And I declare that I am yours and you are mine. I thank you for giving my sins and for making me a new creature. I'm a child of God. My sins are forgiven. And I thank you, Lord, for giving me the gift of life. In your name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. And if you've prayed this prayer, let us hear from you. And let's keep in touch as we grow in the Lord Jesus. The Lord be with you. Shalom. Peace. Bye-bye.